when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 99 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Can you believe you're saying episode 99? No, I can't, actually. It's crazy, (laughs) right? Episode 99. It feels like we took a really long time to get here. Well, what? Like three years? Well, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half years. But at the same time, like now that it, it was it took forever from like 80. But then once we started doing it weekly, then it just came really fast. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah, I I can't believe we're at like yeah we're we're the episode before the hundredth episode, yeah the the hundredth episode Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 very true. Yeah, <laughs> it it just it does feel like it took a long time to get there because uh, we've been talking about doing the hundred we've been talking about the hundredth episode for a long time now, right? So yeah, yeah. So we're excited about it though. I, I we should probably maybe we should talk about that now, right? Should talk about the hundredth sure. episode. What we're gonna do. Yeah, so, well, one, it is going to be a live episode, so hopefully everyone listening to this has seen the invite in the Disney, it's in the Welcome Home Disney waitlist group for uh, the event. Also so, on the page. Yeah, it's on yeah, the page as well. Yeah, sorry, it is on the page as well, but, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying to get people to join the group, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. And um, you can re- you can RSVP uh you know or re- you know set up a reminder for yourself. Um, I-, I will tell everybody right now that is listening. We do have it currently set for seven thirty p.m. on Friday, uh, October thirtieth. We are going to push that back a half hour, uh, for ourselves and for uh, wait, wait a sake. You, you just you, we just agreed that it was at seven and it's going to seven thirty. Yeah, I just said we're going to push back a half hour. Well, no, you, seven you, to seven thirty. Yeah, you said Not from seven thirty to eight, which is what you just said. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's set at seven. Now it's going to be set at seven thirty. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't understand what you guys are saying. I'm confused. Well, you confused uh, us. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think in your head you already had seven thirty, but you you meant to say seven, but your brain oh, went. Yeah. <laughs> or, remember, he's waking up. He yeah. said he, he was I, napping. I, I, I took a nap. How, yeah, was, how uh, do you how you nap on a Sunday before twelve o'clock? I was, I was is, tired. I, I, was, I, was, I don't even easy. understand. I was just tired. I was easy I was, to do. I was playing Among Us with my brother and his friends. Yeah. See, Trevor was up too. Yeah. I was actually up up until 12 o'clock last night. Whoa. That's pretty late for you. Super late. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I mean, what were you doing? Were you doing anything specific that you could share? Yeah, just watch TV. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to catch up on a show, but... My kids were playing good... uh, No, it's not good night werewolf. (laughs) What is that one night werewolf? What is that? Oh, it's a card game. It's it, oh, yeah, I think cool. it's is that the one where you where you have to figure out who the werewolf is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, kind of. We, we were playing a sim- Among Us is a similar game, but it's like you're on a space station. You have to find the imposter. So yeah. Oh, that's that's like uh, is that a Jackbox game? Because I've played. 
there's, there's a game where you have to find somebody that's an alien on a spaceship, like, and one of them is an alien. You ask questions and stuff like that. No, uh, it's no Among Us isn't made by Jackbox. It's I don't even remember who the developer is, but uh, oh, you're talking about Among Us. I'm sorry, I thought yeah. you're talking about an unnamed game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, and, and Among Us is a game that's actually a little bit older. It just got very popular because of the pandemic, and a lot yeah. of uh, YouTubers started streaming themselves yeah, playing it. Yeah, yeah so. it's actually from like 2018, but yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, makes sense. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so for 100th episode, it's going to be a live episode. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, we, we should, it's going to be on, uh, you know, the night before Halloween. So like we said before, we're encouraging people to, if, if you want to join, we, we will uh, send out a link, uh, during the show that you can join if you want to pop in with your, with your Halloween costume on, you know, the Halloween costume is the price of admission. So, uh, Ooh, don't, I don't, don't know. Halloween costumes <laughs> optional. You think it's optional? Really? No, 100% I, optional. I think if you're going to pop in, I feel like you should have your Halloween costume on. If, listen, let's put it this way. If you don't come on the show, you can't win anything, that's for sure. Right? That's true. You can't there, get anything. That, I shouldn't yeah. say win. That's a bad reset. You can't get anything, but <laughs> I would say they have to be optional. Okay, that's we, fine. We will all be in costume. Yeah, it's not. I guess not everybody necessarily dresses up at Halloween, which is fair. Especially this year, yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I, I bought my costume and thinking that there was going to be more going on at Halloween and there isn't. So this is giving me an excuse to at least wear my costume. So there you go. Getting some use out of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but we're going to have prizes as Damon just said. So I, I wouldn't say prizes are more like uh, gifts to the listeners that we're going to give out. So, which you can't get unless you're there. So make sure you're there. That's, that's the important thing. Uh, not, not that it's going to be the last time, but we have a couple, we have, you know, some bigger things and some smaller things, but we're, we're excited to do this. We're excited to do another live broadcast. You'll be able to watch on uh, Facebook or on uh, YouTube as well. So, uh, either one, you know, it should be, it'll be live on both. So, uh, you know, whichever way you want to. And of course, you know, we want you guys to participate as much as possible too. So we want, you know, your questions and, and, uh, your input and your feedback and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, that, that's really going to be a show. I would say that's driven a lot by the listeners, but you know, we'll, we'll still do our normal thing about talking about Disney stuff, but you know, a, a lot of it, we want, we want you guys to participate because honestly, you know, without the listeners, we would not have gotten to a hundred episodes. Right. So if we only had 10 people listening to this as we did in the early days, uh, we would not have, we would not still be doing this. So it, 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 this is really, this show I feel like is, is all for, for the fans and, and not necessarily as much for us, but it's very much for you guys. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, cut, Come and make sure you're you're part of the party because yeah yeah it's a party right <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a good time we're gonna have yeah. fun yeah we took a long time to get here so all right do we uh, want to get into some listener questions yeah let's do it yeah uh, I guess I'll start with or, okay Dan's first question here do do we want to cover this now or do we want to cover this later because I know we have um or, well, or we we have the well, discussion about the Morocco pavilion closing. But I guess his his question, yeah, his question is kind of separate. It's more of like, what country would you add to the world showcase? Yeah. So, and what kind of design would you want for the pavilion? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, with with the Morocco pavilion being taken over by Disney, what country would would we add to the to the space instead of assuming that it wasn't being kept as Morocco? Which we have no indication it's not going to be. So. Yeah. I mean. Hmm. I really don't know. Like, like there's guys. Yeah. I, right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going Australia. 
Okay, yeah. That's a I cool think that would be cool. That's a cool option. I think yeah. we talked about this before. You know, there was a rumor that Brazil was going to get a spot. I, Brazil I think, would be cool, too. Yeah, Brazil would be super cool. You got but I don't know. I just I feel like safety. Australia would be kind of neat. Yeah, Australia would be cool. I could see that. I, I, I've, you know, they, it's been rumored forever now that they were going to add another pavilion. But I, I don't think they're going to they're do anything with the Moroccan pavilion. And it seems like from the other comments in this thread that Dan just wants Morocco to go away. Although, I see, I find Morocco to be kind of a hidden gem. I mean, we could talk about this later, but I, I actually really like that pavilion. I think it's very cool. Um, but I, I, I think Brazil would be cool. You get a Brazilian steakhouse in there. You get, you know, maybe a couple of other kind of Brazilian restaurants and... You know, I I think it would be I think it would be neat to have have that. Now, yeah, and I guess the thing is, is what what kind of design would go into that though? Because I, I guess the one thing I'm not clear on is what defines Brazilian architecture. Yeah, but I mean, I also wouldn't have known what defined Moroccan architect architecture until I went and saw the Moroccan pavilion. I guess <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's uh, some sort of of uh, of I, I'm just not familiar with, I guess, Brazilian architecture, but I'm sure there's something that stands out with them. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's my thing. Is the, the, you know, you pose an interesting question there. I, I don't know if I've ever really thought about. Like, I, you're right. You see the Morocco Pavilion, and it's like, oh, I know that's Moroccan or, or from that area. I guess is is kind of the way to to say it. Is is like it it looks like it's that um, that region kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And when I when I think about Brazil, it's like, well, there's a lot of jungle in Brazil. I know that could be that. Yeah. But then what it, what is there for for architecture and design? I guess I, I've just never seen that is the only thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. Australia, though, back to what you said, Damon, that, you know, that's you could do like a, a mini version of the uh, the Sydney Opera House or something like that. I mean, that would yeah, I think there's a lot to do the outback. Like, you know, there's a lot yeah. you could kind of kangaroos. Who wouldn't like kangaroos? Great white sharks. There's a lot we could do. Yeah, there's a lot of fun things you could Koala do. Koala bears, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't know what their <laughs> cuisine is like, uh, but <laughs> I don't know what's what 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 is uh, what is Australian cuisine? I, I'm not even sure. I don't know. Yeah. They do. I don't know. I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we have any Australian listeners. We might. I, I'm not. I'm not sure if we do or not, though. Let's see. So this is this is their ten most popular foods here. I guess they have. It looks like it's a lot of things that are. Um, oh, I mean, how could we forget Vegemite, though? Yeah, but I mean, is that Australian? Yeah. 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 Oh, interesting. What, what they, they have just like <laughs> they have burgers, pavlova, meat pies. I don't know, chicken parmesan. Is interesting. Really? I'm, I'm, yes, I'm. I'm just in the web though, so who knows? Some barbecued snags, aka sausages. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it sounds pretty like standard fare. Like I don't it know. Seems d- diverse across the whole bunch of. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's a, it sounds like an amalgamation between like British and American food. Oh, this looks good though. These lamingtons. It's some sort of cake. Yeah, that looks really good. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, if we have any Australian listeners, write into us because we would love to know, like, what what's Barbecue Australian sausage. Cuisine. Okay, I could definitely do that. <laughs> some, some biscuits, hmm. Meat pies, I'm out on though. I think. Oh, right. crocodile too. I guess they can eat crocodile. 
I don't know if there's any. I wonder if there's anywhere at Disney. I think there's somewhere at Disney you can eat, you know, gator of some sort. Probably like Tiffins or something. Where they have all gators and crocodiles food. aren't the same thing. I'm just in ge- I'm saying in general, like alligators, <laughs> yeah. crocodiles, you know, that kind of Species. kind of animal. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm not equating them. To, I'm just saying. I know hmm. they're different, but there's um. Interesting, uh, like I said, it says they could put beetroot on a hamburger, a slice of beetroot. I love beets. <laughs> I would be in on that. Wow. This, went, no. this really uh, went in a direction I was not expecting. It did. <laughs> now, I, I guess further just expanding on the, you know, what would we like the to food see? topic? I, I, well, well, I just, ha- I just thought about, well, what about Thailand? Oh, Thailand would like, be cool. Yeah, yeah. Again, the, thinking about the architecture and the food, it's like they, they kind of have they have a lot going on there, but I yeah. guess the thing is, is that, you know, if you already have like, I guess if there's too many pavilions from Asia, I guess it, it, it kind of like, I, this I is the problem mean, yeah. is that I'm, I'm trying to think of like, you know, let's, let's get some, you know, some more, some different cultures and stuff in there. But I keep in my head, I keep going back to Asian cultures and Asian architecture because that's interesting to me personally. But yeah, I, what's the thing? We don't we don't really have. I mean, I'm just trying to think. There's are there any South American countries in there? I mean, the closest is Mexico. Yeah, but that's not really. Yeah, that's that's central. Yeah. <laughs> what, but that's what I'm saying is, yeah, you know, I guess yeah. we have an entire continent there. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess you know, thinking about like. um like Argentina and stuff like that. Like there, oh, yeah, yeah. Th- there, there is some interesting stuff there, and I, I mean, you could get they could work alpacas in <laughs> to the to the pavilion. I don't know how, but <laughs> we're spending way too much time on this question. Yeah. We have other. We are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we we should probably come back to this later. Well, Dan's second question is a pretty quick and easy one. He wants to ask what we put on a hot dog when we eat a hot dog. Uh, that's an easy I'll, question I'll, for you. That's a I don't eat hot dogs, so super easy. Yeah, I, I I do the same thing every time. I'm very I'm a very plain person. I don't like a lot of things on my sandwiches or my hot dogs. I just I'm a I'm straightforward. I like a cheese dog. I like to throw some cheese but, on there. Wait, you Boom. you eat red meat though, right? Eh, not really. I mean, red meat's probably uh, hot dogs. Probably one of the only times I eat red meat. Oh, yeah, Sometimes uh, it depends. You know, I'll have like a meatball here and there. Like but I don't that, do most I don't do it at all. So hot dogs are out. So I put bun on my bun. <laughs> you don't even do like a turkey dog or anything like that nah that sounds gross yeah i mean listen i'm if i'm gonna eat a hot dog i'm gonna eat a hot dog so see it my thing is, is it really depends on my mood as to what i put on my hot dog oh like, okay like i'll yeah cheese sometimes no cheese i'll i'll go for you know barbecue sauce Ooh. All, all kinds of like I think it drives my wife nuts because she'll put stuff out for hot dogs and then i'll go into the fridge and grab like five other things that I maybe want to put on my hot dog that I may or may not put on my hot dog at that particular moment. Yeah. And that, but, but she, she's always like, you know, trying to think about, Oh, you know, I'll, you know, I'll put everything out for our son. I'll put everything out for, for Trevor. And, and then I always end up screwing that up because it, it is entirely dependent on my mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. See, I'm yeah. just, I'm just a plain person. I like the same thing over and over. So I'm, I'm boring. <laughs> Uh, so Tiffany wants to know which resort restaurant, uh, which resort restaurant has the best breakfast right now. Food is more of a priority over character experience for me. Anyway, I'm going to make Damon's brain explode. 
But I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say, if you're like looking for me, I, if I if I go to breakfast, I, I like a good breakfast buffet. I like some options. I like you know, I like to pick at different things. So I, I I like a good breakfast buffet, and I think the best breakfast buffet personally is Boma at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So and the reason I say that is because it's a breakfast buffet that is a little different. Like they have some stuff on them that's not on your typical breakfast buffet, uh, and it's it feels a little more. Uh, I don't want to say upscale, but it feels a little a little nicer than your typical breakfast buffet um but i i I will say also that um if we're just talking like quick service one of the better breakfasts i've i've had at a quick service was at wilderness lodge don't know why it just was amazing the one time i went there and it was really good it was just bacon and eggs but it was fine it was like really good eggs and tasty breakfast but i think if you're gonna go like buffet or something like that boma's the one okay um yeah, I, I can't say I've really done a lot of breakfast buffets. Uh, or, I mean, I guess we've done Crystal Palace, which was really good, but that's in the park. That's not that's not at a resort. Um, I, I feel like a lot of breakfast buffets kind of all offer the same thing. So uh, I don't necessarily feel like I need to go. And, and to be fair, I haven't been to, to Animal Kingdom Lodge either, so I don't know how different theirs is from anywhere else. Well, that's why I suggested Boma, because there's just a little bit. They got like different stuff on there than the typical breakfast buffet. Okay, I mean that's fair. I'll have to make a trip over there. Um, for for anyone that's had Tonga toast at the Polynesian, you know that is the best breakfast. <laughs> How uh, did I know you're going to go to the go? Polynesian of course, <laughs> but and, and Tonga toast specifically. Tonga toast. I love Tonga toast, and it is good. And it is good. I'll give you that. You know, you you don't you can get it quick serve or you can get it at Kona Cafe where they they give you some uh, some compote with it, which is which is kind of nice. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's a good go to breakfast, I think. Well, there you go. It's, yeah. I, I we don't do breakfast. That's where we save our money. That's the that's the money saving spot for the for the day. So do you guys not eat anything for breakfast, or you just do like breakfast the, in the room, like you in know, the room, like yeah. a pop tart on the way out? We, oh, <laughs> we do that bring, most days, but I, I have to get more than pop tarts. Yeah, we don't bake I, I, cookies I, or anything or breakfast burritos, but you know that that's where the money savings is. I feel like breakfast. Uh, why? Plus, it's time too. It's it's too much time in the morning to do breakfast. You know, somewhere it's a lot of wasted time in the beginning of the day. Can't that's do fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. You see that yeah, that's I why I do it like the last day when we we have to check out and everything anyway I'll go and get Tonga toast that morning cuz I know we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh so so this next one from Ashley. That one's from Tiffany by the way. I don't know if I said Tiffany but I'm, I mm-hmm. think I did. But Ashley wants to know what is the, what is the best food item meal you've ever had on Disney property? Wait. A food oh, a food item or a meal? Yeah, food food item or meal. Man that pine cone thing during the holiday um that holiday pine cone thing i don't know whatever it was that was awesome at hollywood studios i think it was at the starbucks i don't know some moose pine cone thing it was good <laughs> I, I feel like i need to like find like a picture of this or something to post along with the episode because i feel like you always mention it I do like that. I, I I'll Google it while you guys talk about. Your yeah, food. I I still don't know it. I keep imagine like the pine cones that fall off the tree in my front yard, and you're just sitting there eating one of those. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think I found it. it. I think I found it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it does look good though. It, it looks really good. Uh, what is this? Ch- chocolate chestnut pine cone. Does that sound right, Damon? 
No, it is not. It's not the same one? They have no, multiple No, that's at Backlot Express. This is at the Starbucks. This is at Starbucks. Okay. It's a different thing. Okay. okay I'll have to keep searching, I guess. So so it's still, it, it's in the shape of a pine cone, but it, it looks like a moose or this one in particular. It, yeah. It, yeah I, I'll have to look. I mean, unless they moved it to the back, um, back lot, I'll have to look. Well, well you find that. Um, I, I think for me, I had, I had these fish tacos at Yak and Yeti. Uh, about a year, it was, yeah, it was last year, and they were they were the best fish tacos I've ever had. Like they they really stood out to me, and I've yet to find the actual recipe that like I I I think because because Yak and Yeti or at the time they were doing this thing where they had these guest chefs where like each chef kind of brought their own recipe into the restaurant. I don't know if they're still doing it or not, but yeah, they were really really good. <laughs> so I've got a couple here too. So I. I, I... You know, my one of my favorite park snacks is, and I've talked talked about this before many times, is the Nutella waffle. Uh, you know, with fruit uh, at at um. Oh gosh, why am I forgetting the name of the place? Sleepy Hollow. Yep, Sleepy Hollow. Thank you, Trevor. You're welcome. Uh, that's a place <laughs> we always go to as soon as we we go to the parks that, and and get one of those. But I think my favorite meal, and everyone's going to give me a hard time about this because I've had a lot of really nice meals on property, right? So we've you know we've done uh you know california grill we've done we've gone to citricos a bunch of times we've gone to you know a bunch of the really nice restaurants uh in the past i i but i think my favorite meal and that i've ever had is actually at liberty tree tavern there's something about that thanksgiving dinner kind of feel and like their turkey's always really good their mashed potatoes and gravy all the food is really delicious and it's been the same for like ever like they vote, they had the same meal there forever, and the last time we went there, I had forgotten how much we enjoyed it. It was a place I went when I was a kid too. Like I remember it from being a kid. Like there's a picture on my mom's wall of my sister and I with Goofy. Actually, I, I guess at one point when we were when I was younger, that the characters walked around Liberty Tree. I, I didn't remember that, but Goofy was there, and it was definitely Liberty Tree. And um, yeah, it's just it's one of those nostalgic things, but it's also just really delicious. And they've been doing the same thing for. You know, however long I, I don't want to give a number out and uh, say thirty years, and then someone come back and go, well, it's only been fifteen, and you know, I, whatever. <laughs> it's been the same way for a long time, and it's always been good. And if you like a good Thanksgiving dinner, that's that's the place for me. So that that's interesting because you say all the food at Liberty Liberty Tree Tavern is good. All the or- all the dishes that they give you with dinner, we found good. Oh, okay, all right, fair. Yeah. So because. I just find it funny because the only time I've ever been to Liberty Tree Tavern, I went and had the lobster roll there, and I hated it. Like, oh, you was... sure you're not talking? But but that I think you're talking about the place that's right by there though that has the lobster roll. I mean, maybe they have a lobster roll for lunch. Is... Yeah. Liberty, Liberty Tree is right across from Haunted Mansion, right? No, you're thinking of oh gosh, what is the name of that? It it is kind of across from it in a way, but I'm trying to remember that. I know what place you're talking about. You're talking about a quick service, yeah. right? No, oh, no, no, this, this is oh, a this sit down. A quick, oh, this is a sit okay. down. No, 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 this is. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm thinking of somewhere totally different. Then, <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is. Yeah, you're thinking so much. I know exactly what you're talking about because I, I ate there on my last trip, uh, and it was actually really good on my last trip. And a couple of people got the lobster roll and really liked it, so maybe it was different. But, um, and I think I got a chicken mm. pot pie there that was really good. Um, but well, anyway, thinking on where Liberty Tree Tavern is, then it's it's in the same general area, so it's it's a little bit fur- further towards like Country Bear. 
Like if you're walking towards like oh, that down that I, road. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I know why. You know what I do in my head? I I transpose Disney st- Disneyland stuff with Disney oh, World, okay. and in my head, I keep wanting to believe that that's Golden Horseshoe because oh, okay. that's what it that in Disneyland that's what's there is Golden Horseshoe or like in that same kind of area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's I. You know, and, and listen, it's, I'm sure many people will disagree with me, but, and that's fine. Like, this is all personal preference thing, right? So I, it's just every time when we went there last time, even, you know, the, the family that we were with, they were like, they were just, it was their favorite meal. They just had the, it, we had the best meal there. It was of all the places we ate, it was everybody's favorite. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really annoyed that I can't remember the name of the place that you went to. Because uh, I've been to Columbia Harbor House. That's the name of the place you went. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Columbia Harbor House. It took me a second. So yeah, I, I guess yeah. Liberty. I know that they don't sound the same at all. But again, in my head, no, no, they're similar motif though. Like they yeah. look the same. Yeah, yeah, they look yeah. completely the same. So but yeah, you, I, yeah. And I guess in my head, I I always think that Liberty Tree is like yeah, like that Country Bears or yeah, Golden Horseshoe for some reason. Yeah, no, it's right around the corner. It's it's okay. it's just a little more towards. It's right next to the Diamond Horseshoe. So, right. Yeah. 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 Right next to the diamond horseshoe. So, okay, cool. <laughs> we, we got, uh, we got that figured out now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you'd think I would have this stuff mapped out in my head, but it's, yeah, it's hard it's when you have two different parks and you, yeah. 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 It's okay. Yeah. Uh, do right. you want to read Glenn's? Yeah. Glenn. Uh, so <laughs> Glenn asked, uh, the best way to spend a morning on property when you've got an Epcot reservation and an evening, uh, after, or sorry, an evening after Animal Kingdom, five PM close. Sorry, I'm, I'm not sure what he's. I, I'm guessing that he's meaning that he's going to Epcot in the morning for a reservation and then going for the evening to Animal Kingdom. I guess. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe. so the best way to spend a morning on property when you've got an Epcot reservation, and then, so I mean, the the obvious thing is you know you, you go to you go to Epcot if you have a, if you have an 11 a.m. reservation. You go to Epcot, you know, for, I mean, I guess you don't have to be there for open either. That's the thing is Epcot's not really a park that you need to rope drop. I mean, unless you want to get on Frozen or Test Track bright and early in the morning. That's true. How can you do do two parks? I thought there's no park hopping. Well, right now you can't, no. Yeah, well, not and, for the foreseeable foreseeable future either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I guess that that's that's confusing me too. Is he says he has an evening after, or it sounds like he maybe has like a like something booked at Animal Kingdom. Or maybe like he means Animal Kingdom Lodge. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he means Animal Kingdom Lodge. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I, I my ideal morning is sleeping in and then going to sit down breakfast. I love breakfast. It's like my favorite meal. So I'll, I'll I would love to just. Sleep and then sleep in, uh, have a relaxing morning, and then just go have breakfast. That's that's what my ideal. Maybe what he's saying is so like you know the best way to spend a morning when you've oh when sorry when you've got a reservation. So I think he's saying two separate days. So you've got a day where you're going to oh yeah, yeah and it opens okay. at eleven a.m. yeah and then um and then the best way to spend an evening after Animal Kingdom. I see what he's saying is that what do you do in the time before the parks open or after the parks close? Got it. Yeah, makes okay. sense now. All right, that yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. So, um yeah, in in this case, you know, if you're not going to be at Epcot until 11, I wouldn't you know, pick a resort, honestly. Like I would I would go so far as to say 
you know, even go somewhere like uh, Wilderness Lodge and just go explore a resort. Yeah. Like, like Wilderness Lodge is great to walk around. We went there for a dinner and found that we we spent more time, like, you want to look around. You want to go down the different hallways and kind of see what's there and just see, you know, how how the resort's look and, and again if you know if it's a if it's a resort you've never stayed at before it's a good reason to go and check it out and in the case of epcot you could you could very easily go to boardwalk and just check out boardwalk before uh, epcot opens and then go through international gateway or ride the skyliner yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah you could I, I don't know when the skyliner starts operation though is the only I thing i think it's usually like an hour or so before park opens right so so like you could kind of plan for getting onto the skyliner or, or yeah so so again you know that opens it up even more is if you've got the skyliner you can go to to caribbean beach you can go to riviera and you can you can kind of look around those resorts and then when you're ready to hop on the skyliner and go to epcot yeah well and and you know to your point for the after hours of animal kingdom you're already close to animal kingdom lodge go walk around animal kingdom lodge go watch the animals there you know, there's those animals live on that savanna, so you can just you can just hang out in the you know observation areas and and watch the animals wander around. I mean, that's that's a good thing to do too. But also explore that resort. You know, there's a lot of cool things there too. So, so, so Tom, we're gonna have to come all the way back to this pine cone because that's all I've been doing. <laughs> I, 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 knew doing. I knew. I, I was wondering why you were so quiet. Yeah, uh, yeah. just looking so, up the pine cone. Yeah. So, so again, the pine cone. It is the same pine cone. It is available at the Backlot Express as well as whatever the trolley place is, which is Starbucks at Hollywood Studio. Also, so yeah, I was. Um, I didn't realize that it was at both places. Oh. So I had to I had to go. I had to go search that out. So it's the one I found. It was the same. It, one. It is the same one. It's yeah. just that I had it at a different spot. Ah, I see. Okay, yeah, it looks delicious. Don't get oh, me wrong. I want. Good. I want one. That moose looks right. good. I will agree. <laughs> Did we describe what's in it, or are we just <laughs> chocolate yeah. chestnut? Yeah, it's like a hazelnut moose sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate chestnut pine cone. It looks like a lot of frosting in there. I'm surprised because I, I it's, I it's was... moose though, so it's light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's, it's moose. Mostly okay. air. <laughs> Yeah, it's sitting on a what is it? So it's a praline base. Yeah, that looks good. That looks tasty. I would I would definitely eat that. Do they have <laughs> okay. that every year? Go ahead, Trevor. Were you I was gonna say going back to to where we actually were in the question. What were we talking about? What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so after after Animal Kingdom closes, the other thing that I would personally do is uh evening or nighttime mini golf. So oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I've always, that for me. At, when I was a kid, there was a mini golf place across the street from Disneyland, like long, long, long time ago. And I remember it, same things. You know, we, we we would go there, and my parents. You know, we were young enough that they didn't want to stay until park closed, so we would leave. You know, into the evening, and I vividly remember them taking us there for mini golf. And then when I got older and started going to Disney World, it was this. I felt I had to do the same thing. Like there's just something about like, you know, you can kind of like, you don't have to feel rushed playing mini golf. It's a good way to kind of wind down, but you're still doing something. And then, and then, yeah, you know, at the end you're, you know, you're good. You go back to your resort and, and, and you can, I, I, I always feel relaxed after a round of mini golf. 
don't know about you guys. I guess it just <laughs> depends on how competitive you are and if you lose. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care about that. I don't care either. I'm I'm about the <laughs> the journey, not the destination. So I, I like to I like to just play, and whoever wins wins. It's fine. Yeah. I, sorry, I should qualify that. When I'm playing with my brother, I'm super competitive. <laughs> but most of the time, I don't care. But And my, my wife is probably rolling her eyes at this right now if she, when she's listening to it, is that we did play mini golf, and she knows how competitive me and my brother get. And I can see yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Uh, so... Uh, one other question we had on here was from Alexis. Uh, any first or last day rituals for when you head home or I'm toast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if limited uh, to one park table service, your entire trip, what would it be? One resort table service. So this is, these are two questions in one. Yeah. Well, I've already told you my first day ritual. We we always go to Magic Kingdom first day. Uh, well, usually go to Magic Kingdom first day, and then we'll go uh, straight to Sleepy Hollow and get ourselves the the Nutella waffle and eat that. And then last day ritual. We don't really have a specific last day ritual. It's more of like let's try to hit every park that we can in a single day kind of thing, and and see you know make sure we you know try to see the fire you know fireworks in one park before we leave. That's probably our our main thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's again. I, I guess you know that like the the breakfast thing for me is like it's more a matter of convenience or that I know that there's nothing else going on, and so it's you know I, I take that opportunity to go and get my Tonga toast. We don't really have like even if I was talking about the because we always end up leaving on the Saturday, but like the Friday before, um, I guess we always like our last day is when we go to Disney Springs usually, and the main reason for that is that we we do buy stuff when we're in the parks and we'll have it shipped back to the room, but we always go to Disney Springs as like, that's like our big shopping trip. So like we'll, we'll try to get as much stuff as we can on that day at Disney Springs. And then we, and then we like to similarly, we, we finish off at magic kingdom um, in the evening. Um, I guess kind of, you know, similar how, you know, you arrive and you want to, you know, go into Magic Kingdom and, and get get the waffle and everything. We always like to finish off the evening in Magic Kingdom. It's not anything specific that we're doing there. Like, it, it always ends up being different. But I, I think it's just the idea of, you know, the last night in Magic Kingdom and then come back to the hotel and um, pack up all of our stuff the next morning. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that sounds like... Good stuff. Damon, do you guys have a first day or last day? No, last day is leave as early as possible since we're driving. That's gotcha. our ritual. Yeah. Leave as early as you can, get everything in the car as early as possible. But no first day one? Um, I don't think so. Okay. That's okay. Not everybody does, right? So we'll go ahead and uh, do our ad here, and then we'll... Uh, that was the last of our, our listener questions, and we're like halfway through here, so... Yep. Yeah, I think it's uh I think I'll go ahead and do it. All right. Cool. This is for a DVC rental store. Uh so, you know, they're they're our, our partners and our friends and our, our one of our one of our favorite sponsors amongst our sponsors here. We love DVC rental store. So uh, are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? The DVC rental store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. Currently, the DVC rental store has a great selection of confirmed reservations at many of Disney's most premium resorts, saving you over 60% off retail rates. Want to learn more? Go to DVCRentalStore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's one 855 
382-7368. Of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. That's a very important part of this, uh, making sure that you tell them that uh, you heard about them from Welcome Home. Uh, we appreciate that, and they like to know uh, you know, where, where people came from, where, where they heard about them from. So uh, please check them out. They have a ton of confirmed reservations right now, and a great way to save a ton of money on your uh, on your trip, uh, especially the resort portion, portion of your trip, uh, and while also staying at a deluxe resort. So again, that's DVCRentalStore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. All right. Okay. Let's talk about points. We don't have to talk about this a ton either because we've no, already kind of right. talked about it like when it was rumored and now it's just confirmed, right? Yeah, but I, I guess I guess some of the the comments. So so the 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 summary is, uh, it's now 125 point minimum for member perks. Which, um, if if this was me back when I bought my 100 point contract, it would you know put me out of getting a blue card. Which the thing to keep in mind with this is anyone who has pre existing contracts, you are grandfathered in, so they're not taking away anything. It's just again, new people coming in don't get the blue card perks. The the only thing I will say about this is that they're they are definitely hitting a point where it's getting very hard to justify the like the the amount of perks that you get for the blue card don't line up with the amount you have to spend to get the blue card or at least I don't think they do. Yeah, no, I I, I get what you're saying. I it's 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 tough. I feel like it's a tough thing, right? Now it's. 125 is also kind of weird. I, I liked that at 100. It was just like a pretty even you know, number. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you just save so much with uh, resale, and 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 is it worth all the little extra perks? Yeah, like, I I don't know, right? I don't I don't know if it is or not at this point. But you know, I, I guess for those that already bought in and have your blue card, it's 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 fine, right? Because you're grandfathered in, and it doesn't seem like they're changing that. Uh, people that bought direct will still you know be grandfathered in it would be kind of not cool for everybody that bought in at 100 or 75 or whatever if they were just like oh hey we told you you were gonna get perks uh but you know now we're just gonna take those away from you even though you did what we said at the time you needed to do right yeah, yeah. And i doubt they're gonna do that so yeah exactly i again not a problem for for you know pre-existing contracts but it is definitely you know, if if I had a friend come to me now and said, hey, you know, I wanted to buy DVC and we start having the discussion, the very first thing I would say at this point would be, you know, direct is not really worth your time. Like if you're looking at anything less than, yeah. than you know, 150 points, you may as well go – and then, and then again, you know, you know, weighing the whole aspect of the the perks that they give for the blue card, um, yeah, I I would almost say, you know, just go get go get some resale and you know save yourself a ton of money, and that and again because the the whole point is 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 it's really about getting the uh, the room right. Like all, all the perks are nice and, and they're nice on top of everything else. But it, it seems like right now Disney is in a mode where they're really, I think they're trying to limit how many people actually have the blue card, which I get because they, they do want to, the blue card should have a certain amount of exclusive, exclusivity. exclusivity? Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. the word. Uh, b- because if, if everybody, if there's, 
you know, a ridiculous amount of people that had the blue card. And, and I think we've seen this with the way Moonlight Magic bookings have gone is that it's this crazy, mad scramble to get in. I, I think that this is part of it is that they're, they're really looking at it and going, okay, we have to dial back on the amount of people, new people that are coming into this. Because it's not just a matter of, you know, yeah, we, we've sold off all these contracts and, you know, we don't care whether they're or whether, you know, it's direct or resale. They do care about how many people have direct because when they go to offer these perks, it, it does make a difference between, you know, um, if they can offer something really nice to a smaller amount of people or something kind of eh to a, a larger group of people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's yeah. a plus for current members, right? Like it's, it's not a terrible thing for current members, but for new members, not so great. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's hard because yeah, any, anybody who's been kind of, you know, thinking about it, it it's definitely screwed up. I, I think it's hit a threshold where it's screwed up a lot of sure. people's plans. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I, I also understand why Disney's doing it, which, you know, it's, it, yeah. I shouldn't say it's unfortunate because, you know, obviously it's, it is, you know, Disney's prerogative to decide how many people get their blue card, but of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, it's, it still sucks that, you know, for, for anybody that was, you know, set on, you know, if I can do it this year and get a hundred points, you know, I'll be good. And it's like, they just blew that out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's move on to other things. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, put, I think we put Damon to sleep. I don't think let, he cares about this. <laughs> but let's, uh, my, my opinion is that it should be 150 and it should be retroactive. And that's why I didn't bother saying anything. Wait, so you want to like, you want to like eliminate yep. me who already yep. bought in a hundred? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, but I mean, that's not right though. I, when I bought why? in, that's, you it's, know, Disney can do whatever they want. I mean? mean, sure they can, yeah, but I think it should be retroactive at the very least. Wow, trying to take away benefits from people. <laughs> hey, then I got then I got to go buy fifty more points in order to yeah. get a uh, to get to get. You want a blue card, card sure. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I guess they could do that, but I mean, I, that wouldn't be exactly the most uh, customer friendly thing to do, the, right? The, there would suddenly be a whole bunch of resale contracts. I think if they. Uh... Yeah, if they did decide to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so Disney's we t- we kind of uh, talked about this a little bit earlier. So, and maybe not even everybody knew that this was a thing, right? So, there are some pavilions that Disney does not actually own, which I know sounds weird. And one of those was the Moroccan Pavilion. Disney didn't actually operate that pavilion or own it, right? So, what uh, they have been having the operators and owners have been having some trouble. With uh, with the uh, you know, basically with their finances in general, and uh, so Disney's now taking ownership of the whole pavilion, uh, and and they're gonna be running it going forward. Now, I, I don't really think this means much. I don't think they're gonna change all that much. I would assume that things are gonna pretty much stay the same. I, I'm sure they Disney had a lot of input before, and I, I doubt that anything's going to change there. And, and it looks like uh, the Moroccan tourism board is conti- is going to continue to be involved with, you know, cultural consultants and such. So uh, that doesn't seem to be a big deal, but I, I think this is one of those things that sounds like a much bigger deal than it actually is. You, you, you don't think that it's going to change? No, 
Really? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, don't, I, I might change small in small ways, but I don't think they're going to like level the place and start over. Right? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, you're right. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't see them completely redoing the pavilion either, but I, I guess, you know, looking at the restaurant and everything there, I can see there being, I can see them doing a big reno of, of the restaurant in there. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I could see them using their their finances that the the current operator didn't have and and maybe redoing. I mean, I've eaten in the and I forget what the name of the restaurant is, but it's it's the one that's in like the back of Morocco. And I had lunch there one time and there was not another soul in that entire restaurant. I think it's just it's like hidden. I I feel like a lot of people don't even know it's there. People know like, uh, what is it? Spice Road? Yeah. Uh, yeah, spice. Yeah, spice or table or whatever it is. But um, it, it, there's another restaurant in there too, and literally there was not another soul in there. This was like middle of the summer, pretty busy time at Disney, and nobody was in this restaurant. So you know, maybe maybe Disney makes some changes to make it uh more desirable for for people to go and eat in that in that restaurant, and and maybe they do some improvements to the pavilion. Yeah, I I can see that, but I don't know if I see that anytime soon. True. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I think it'll stay the way it is for a while here, but you know, now, now that Disney owns it, they, yeah, I, I can definitely see them deciding to freshen it up because again, the Morocco pavilion, I, I know what you're saying is, you know, it's, it's nice to go in there and, and I like, I like going in there, but I'm only in there for like five minutes. Like I, yeah. I never spend an extended amount of time in there. Like I do some of the other pavilions um, that's where I feel like Disney, Disney is going to need to do something if they want, be, because you, you want people in all parts of the park, right? Like they don't want it that, yeah. you know, everything is crazy busy over here and there's nobody on the other side of the park. So I, I can see them putting a focus on it once things get back to normal-ish, which, yeah. you know, yeah. really it, it'll probably be in a couple of years before you'll see any major changes to it. Yeah, no, I, I would I would agree with that. I could see some minor changes. I just don't see a huge seismic shift there. I, I, I definitely think they want the restaurants to do better. And, you know, I, I, obviously they weren't doing particularly well uh, since the, the company that was running them, uh, you know, basically had to give them up uh, because they just don't they just were not doing well enough. So. I think that's all I, I have on that. I, I yeah. don't know if there's too much other stuff. I, I know Dis, uh, Damon added a Disney Plus thing thing in here. If you want to talk about Disney Plus, Damon, we talking about that now. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh, I, we're done with Morocco, huh? Yeah. You don't want? Do you want to talk <laughs> about Morocco? Phew. I, I don't think I've ever eaten there again. That food is not my palate. So yeah, it's not your not your style. Nope, not at all. Well, this is just more of some TV stuff. So there's a new Disney movie coming. It's uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which looks friggin' awesome. Like that. That's what I've been waiting for in terms of movies. Something that's got a little bit more fantasy depth to it, and a little less um, based off a children's story or based off of a. Cheesy uh, yeah. is is what I'm going for here. Like onward just seemed a little uh, for me. I don't know. This looks like a movie that that I'm excited to watch. I know there's a few other things. The Willow series for Disney Plus that that's phenomenal. I don't even know what else to say. I mean, Willow is such a great movie. And then there's another one, Sneakerella, which is going to be a play on Cinderella coming to Disney Plus. A movie, you know, kind of like a more hip take on Cinderella. So that's kind of the what's coming for Disney movie TV that. I just thought it was interesting, at least. Now, two sorry, two things. One, for Willow, do you think, or I haven't seen anything, is Warwick Davis involved in this, or do we know that? 
I don't know if we know that. Okay. Again, I was just very excited by the the announcement, so I, I don't really remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I would be curious because I'm sure he would be on board with it. Uh, I just, uh, I'd be curious what capacity they would bring him back. So John into. M. Chu is going to direct the Willow series. Let's see. That's all we kind of know. I think at this point that that's from D twenty three. Okay. So I guess there's more reading if I felt like I wanted to do more more reading here. Uh, right. Let's see. Ron Howard, director of the original Willow films, returns as executive producer. Who were you asking about? Warwick Davis, the main Willow. <laughs> oh, Willow. Willow, yeah. the character. Yes. Um, I don't know. I thought I read that, that, that he was involved. Yeah. And now I'm thrilled. Yeah, yeah. He says that he's, yeah, will be performed again by Warwick Davis. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Good. All right. I'm not, lie, I'm I'm not really familiar with Willow. I mean, maybe what? I'm missing something. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Willow. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it, Trevor, does it even come as a surprise that he doesn't even read Road Space Mountain? It's the, the most Disney of Disney rides that exists, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that's the most Disney of Disney rides. What is? <laughs> I mean, you could argue for a lot of, a lot of things. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting to hear your argument. Uh, Peter Pan, you could say that's Haunted a, Mansion, that, that's, you could say Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is very Disney. Jungle Cruise is very Disney. I, I'll put it at that level. I don't think that Peter Pan is more of an experience than a ride, really, in my opinion. So no, I, but it's one of those things that has I, been around since the beginning, right? So I, I, I will say that Space Mountain is like the only iconic ride you can see from outside of the park. True. That's fair. And that's, a good, and, that's, good. And that's why a lot of people associate it with Disney. <laughs> Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. I don't know. No, I just I, I'm honestly maybe I maybe I saw it, you know, when it was out, but I just I, I don't have a recollection of Willow. Really? I it was Okay, we need to talk about 80s movies at some point, I think, cuz I Tom, I feel like like <laughs> coistered somewhere like for the 80s or something, I don't know. Are you just not old enough? What what is it, Tom? I don't know. I just I just don't remember it. It doesn't mean like I didn't see it. I just don't I just I, don't have a recollection. That's all. That's even actually more disrespectful, I think, <laughs> that you saw it and don't remember it rather than not seeing it. Like, I like mean, maybe yeah, I don't, this I don't is, know much about it though. This movie is in there, like, like if I was to watch the Neverending Story, Dark Crystal, Goonies, and Willow. Yeah, that's like Tom's that's, probably never seen those things either. No, though, I know though. all those movies except for Willow. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, hmm. Wow. You want me to, to like a movie <laughs> that has a fifty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter though. I, I don't. It does, yeah, this was before Rotten Tomatoes, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're collecting all the old, all the old reviews and and marking them as positive or negative. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah, I listen. I I probably did see it when I was a kid. I just I just don't remember to be totally honest. It, it was just one of those movies that stuck out to me. Again, you know, in in those same like fantasy kind of fantasy and adventure type movies, it, it was just it was right in there, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, now... I'll, now, I'll have to watch it now, just to remember. Yes, you will. <laughs> you you absolutely... And again, you know, if 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 you care about, you know, Star Wars or, or Harry Potter or anything, the reason I asked about Warwick Davis is that he is a fairly prevalent actor through a lot of different series, sure. but a lot of people don't necessarily know who he is. <laughs> no, I know, um, I know who he yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, in... Yeah, uh, um, because, or for anyone who doesn't know, in um, Return of the Jedi, the Ewok that Princess Leia interacts with is played by Warwick Davis. So, 
His name's Wicket for those that care. That you probably don't know. <laughs> for those that care. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you should uh, care about this stuff. If you don't care about this stuff, you should care about this stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Uh, one All last right. well, one last thing, just uh, quickly about uh, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. If there is not a Tuk Tuk plushie at some point, I'm going to be upset. I feel like that's for Damon to react to. Yeah. <laughs> I have to react to that? I mean, I think there will be. I don't even think that's a question. I feel like they would miss the boat on that. but No, I don't think so. That's why I'm saying it now. Is you know, If you haven't watched the trailer for, for Raya, go watch it. And There's I, no, it, it, I agree with you that it has to be a plush. It can't be like a hard plastic toy, though. Correct. It, it has to be yeah. It has to be a plush. So, anyway. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. go, go watch the trailer and you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I haven't watched the trailer yet. I'll have to. I'll have to check that out. Um. So we we got a couple other things on here. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, around just some updates, and we don't have to talk about these in detail, right? So, uh, it looks like some of the All Star movie. Well, All Star movies is going to reopen. Uh, in February of next year, they that's been announced. So that could always get pushed back. But February 9th of next year, right now, is when is when they're planning on opening uh, one of the All Star resorts, and that's movies. And that's positive. So, Right. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a positive thing. So uh, it's great that they're going to be opening one, up one of the larger resorts. So yeah. um, I'm wondering if they expect by then to be able to have a higher capacity in the parks. Because, uh, you know, that's I mean, those those all service resorts are gigantic. They hold a ton of people. So um, I don't know if they're I'm assuming by then they're planning on having more people be able to be in the park. But who knows? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I personally I'm glad they picked movies because that's where I did my honeymoon. So I like movies. Yeah, yeah I like movies, movies is a good movie. Cool. Yeah, movies is cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then the friendship boats are coming back uh between Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So that's cool. Those have been gone. They're coming back November first, so just basically a little over a week from now. So that's that's good news. I I also I wanted to go ahead, sorry, Trevor. Well, I I was gonna ask, are they um are they spacing people out on the friendship boats or we didn't know that yet? I don't really know what they're doing. They haven't really mentioned what they're doing there, right? No. Um, yeah, I would guess they're doing something, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see. Because, I mean, the boats, they're not, like, super cramped. But no. I, I would imagine they, they still have to limit how many people can get on the boats. I would think that they'll probably limit it still, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably why it took so long to reopen them, too. They're probably trying to figure out what they were going to do. Yeah. Now, now, do I need to delay talking about this next one? anymore or or are you just beyond excited about this one tom space 220 yeah i i just this is not even really news i just had to laugh at this because there was a there's a i feel like it's just a a a perfect for the way that space 220 has gone the fact that there is a sign that is up but it it was covered in a tarp but the tarp just kind of fell off so now (laughs) you can see the sign like i mean that just feels very space 220 (laughs) just the sign looks cool the half of it we can see yeah Uh, i i and i did see there was another article out there too that uh that there's a new opening date which is march 2021 sure why not who knows if that's really going to happen or not i would i you know i don't know what they're going to do i i hope it opens by then i i hope i can go to it sometime soon but not holding my breath at this point well yeah i was gonna say you know maybe you could redo the trip that you had planned for this year because you were you were thinking of going or you were going to go beginning of april or no mid-april is when you were going right 
Yeah, we were going to do that, and then it changed to October. But yeah. I, I just don't know. I, it really all depends on my wife's schedule next year. It's hard to know what that's going to look like. Okay. So, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I we might just go in October again. I mean, October is a great time to go. I like going in October if we can make it work. Because it's, it's, it's hot, but it's not as hot as, like, June or July when we used to go. Uh, and, and you have food and wine, and there's a lot of other stuff going on. So, you know, there's there's... I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, I'm not sure what we're doing at, yet next year. No, so. that's fair. I just had to laugh at at the fact that the, the sign just kind of is partially revealed. <laughs> the the whoops on the the sign. Yeah, because yeah. it's just it's perfect for that restaurant. All right, so let's get. There's I got a couple of rumors here. I think these are interesting to talk about. So there's a rumor that uh, they're going to add virtual queues for uh, Smuggler's Run and for the Jungle Cruise, and those sound weird, right? Uh, Smuggler's Run makes sense. I, I've seen pictures in recent days uh, on on groups and on Facebook of the because of there's the so distance. much inside too. Yeah, there is. There's a lot inside. Yeah. But I've seen them where they've had to put people into backstage areas at Galaxy's Edge because the line was too long with the distancing. And obviously, Disney doesn't want to do that, right? Yeah. And, and I guess, yeah, from from that per prospect, it, it does make sense because, yeah, they, they do need a lot more space to, to do queuing at the moment. So... But to, to what Damon's saying, you know, I, I guess the problem with them doing virtual queuing in some of these rides is that they they spent a lot of time building up the queues, so that the queues are interesting to be in as well. But if then if you're in a virtual queue, you're just you're blasting through Walking there, through it. Yeah, yeah same thing that happened to Harry Potter rides. I felt like I didn't really get to see them until like the second time I was there ever at the park, and they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, you do. I mean, you could say that even like Flight of Passage, like if if you have a fast pass anyway, you end up missing like oh, shucker, a lot readers. of the cool stuff. What? <laughs> what did you say? It's it all shucks. <laughs> the queue is amazing in that. I know you don't care. The queue is better than the ride. Again, I think that the Quest Two is actually far superior to that ride now. Honestly, I've <laughs> never been through the standby line there, so I wouldn't know. So it's got I, a I big have. avatar, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw it from the other side. I mean, you see it briefly in the fast pass line. But... Yeah, you get to stare at it for like a half an hour when you're in the regular line. Ooh. Well, but listen, this is you know, even with the virtual queue, you're still going to have to queue up. It's just they're not going to call you back until until it's time to do so. So there's still going to be people in line, right? But well, the will there be? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're I think it's use just both they... sides. They're going to use the fast yeah, pass think... side. Yeah, because they're not really using. Well, that's what I'm still, saying. If they use the fast pass side, you're not going to see everything. That's true, but I would assume that they're still going to use the standby line because they are using the fast pass side for like uh, the disability pass, and uh, I also, I, yeah, I think just for the disability pass, really, right now. Uh, I, I wish but, everything uh, would go to this. Make everything the virtual, virtual queue. queue. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel it is. It definitely is leaning that way, and I'm, I'm not. I agree with you, Damon. It will make lives easier. Let me go eat and hang out until yeah. I actually have to go on a ride rather than hang out, you know, in line. I'm yeah. all on board with this. Yeah, I'm not against it either. Uh, it's interesting because the first one I saw also the Jungle Cruise on this list, I thought it was kind of weird. But then I th- was thinking back to the Jungle Cruise queue line. It's a pretty yeah, short queue line. It is super short. There, there's yeah. lots of switchbacks in it, which, yeah. I, I and there's, and there's no like double lines, really, truly, for yeah. that one. 
Yeah, it's it's a really it's a very small queue line, and it's I mean it's not exactly the highest capacity ride ever, and I'm sure it's even worse now with you know with with the capacity. I'm sure they're keeping the boats at smaller amounts, so it's probably even worse. So it, it really makes sense for the Jungle Cruise to be on this too, because they're all they're trying to do is just make it so that the overflow of the line is not you know getting crazy. Because you keep seeing people post things on Facebook like, oh, the line is all the way back to. You know, it's in like a Walmart parking lot. Somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's in a different county. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but it's it's because the distance in the line. You know, Disney's really enforcing that, so that's that's why why that's happening. So it, it makes sense to go to a virtual queue in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other rumor we have on here, and I yeah. So like I said, I I would be okay with it if they did this. I, I I'm not against the virtual queues. I know a lot of people hate them though. I, 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 there's a lot of people that do hate them, but they're, I mean, they're surveying guests on how they feel about them. So I, I feel the big thing about virtual cues and, and I understand this from my parents' point of view is that if you're not, if you're not already engaged with technology, they do feel like you end up fighting against it more than it being helpful. And, and I can see that and I can respect that. Um, but I don't think that takes away from the fact that when you, when you take the time to learn how to use it, it is a far better experience than just standing in line. Yeah, agreed. I agree. I, I like what Damon said too. I mean, I, I like the idea of being able to go and do other things, you mm-hmm. know, and then just be like, "Hey, now is your time. Come on, you know, come on back." I, I just it seems like it makes a lot more sense to me. So, the other rumor we have on here is uh, this is saying that uh, the Tron light cycle uh, project is uh, not going to open by the October 2020, 2021 uh, date for Walt Disney world's 50th. That's really uh, disappointing. Yeah. 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 I, I, but I, you know, listen, it's a rumor. We don't really know if that's true or not. I, I mean, they've still been working on it, but we have, we obviously don't know what they've gotten done, right? Like we don't know what's going on inside that show building, but I mean, they're working on putting the big, uh, big illuminated canopy thing on, like that's being worked on now, but we don't know about the rest of it, right? We, we, we don't know what the inside looks like. We don't know if, and with all the layoffs that have happened and the, and the cash crunch, uh, you know, who knows? And, and we've also, you know, they, when they listed their priority projects, somehow Tron was not on their priority project list. Now, yeah, give, say what you will for that. That was kind of an offhanded thing. It was not like an official Disney press release. These are the project projects we're going to get done. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It would be kind of a bummer if this, this didn't happen. Right. I mean, yeah. And I guess for their priority projects, I wonder if projects that are like far enough along, maybe they're just not accounting for them or there's like, do you know what I mean? Like, like if I, I'm wondering if they, they already know the the timeline well enough on this, that they're saying, you know, yeah, this isn't, or, you know, we're, we're not adjusting the timeline on this because we know it's going to be done by a particular date. And, and again, you know, I think we're all looking at it from, you know, we're, we're expecting it to be open, like, you know, earlier, middle next year, whatever. And maybe that was never the plan in the first place. Uh, it's hard maybe. to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and before this, you know, before this year though, it, there was rumors that the project was already behind, but you, I mean, you wouldn't think that this would be that hard for them since they done it already. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. just because they, they've done it somewhere else. I mean, it, it's still it's a different challenge. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think that there's definitely some, 
like like building building stuff in Florida does require a different set of requirements than building something in Shanghai. Yeah. So well, and they also mentioned here that the most, if not all, of the 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 team working on the attraction has been laid off. So that could be part of the reason too. But again, this is a rumor, so we don't really know if this is true or not. So, I, I think it would be disappointing for sure. Yeah, I, and I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you know that people are getting focused on you know it being open by the fiftieth, and eh, you know, I, I guess I, I don't I don't put as much focus on that. I don't think the 50th is going to look like we think it's going to no. we expected it to look like anyway just cuz this is not going to be gone by then. So, yeah. I, I think it's still going to be figuring a lot of stuff out. Yeah, you're exactly right, Damon is like I I guess when it comes to like these anniversary type things, like I I've I've been to them before, like I, I went to the Disneyland the 60th and you know, it was kind of in my head, I kind of built it up as like, oh, you know, it's going to be this amazing thing. And then you get there and it's like, they like, unless you're there on a, on a very well, specific. Well, 60 is a money grab anyway, isn't it, it Trevor? Let's be honest. Well, 50 it, and 75 are the only ones that count. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was definitely, but, but the, the point is, is, you know, unless you're there on a specific day for a party or something like that, it's not like every single day in the park is like it's just gear yeah that's all it is i mean and whatever gear was gotten i mean tom would rip tags off and wear <laughs> and use so i get it right but besides gear you're right unless there's specific days where they're doing something cool like a special parade or maybe there's you know we can bring back the castle like we like it you know something like oh, that the, the pink cake you mean yeah yeah or a special parade just for that year but again these things aren't happening so who knows what's going to be I would take a special parade. I think that would be cool. I think a special parade would be cool, and a yeah. special nighttime show would be cool, and you know some of the special desserts and it's, it's some and of the special things that we can't have anyway. The desserts we could, I guess. Yeah, desserts we could. Yeah, yeah. All, all all the things that we used to have that we can't have anymore. Those that would be nice <laughs> for the fiftieth. <laughs> yeah, but, all those things would be yeah. great. Yeah, but again, back to the points. You know, you know, people are kind of focusing on you know whether or not Tron is open before the fiftieth, and I'm kind of looking as. It'll be open when it's open. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it doesn't need to be open for the 50th. There was never, they never committed to, you know, we have, or, you know, Tron coming for Disney's 50th anniversary. Yeah. Like that's never been a thing. So, you know, I'm, I guess, you know, <laughs> this whole pandemic thing has made me kind of slow down a little bit and go, you know, eh, you know, it's, it, it's cool if they can do it, but if they can't, I'm not going to be, yeah. you know, disappointed or anything like even if you know I'm, I'm planning a trip for next year if it's not open by then okay fine then i'll try the year after Go back the next year yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. all right well i think right. we're, we're in a good place to wrap up here unless either one of you guys wants to talk about anything else before we uh start wrapping stuff up nope nope i would Think say definitely come join us uh at our halloween party 100th episode thing that we're doing on uh October 30th on Facebook and YouTube. So if you haven't already joined the group uh, or, you know, like our Facebook page, I'm sure not everybody's like the Facebook page or like us on, or, you know, follow us on uh, on YouTube. You can do that too. If you want to just watch on YouTube, it's up to you. So definitely if you want to join us on that show, please do. We're going to have a lot of fun. Exactly. So yeah, it, um, are we ready to wrap up? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. 
So between uh, now and Friday, if you guys have any questions or any uh, comments or anything, our email address is always there. It's welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we still, we, we always get emails from you guys. We love reading them. We love, you know, even just hearing your feedback or comments or whatever. It's, it's fantastic that, uh, that, you know, we, our listeners are so, uh, ready to engage with us all the time. And, uh, you know, going into the next episode, if, uh, if anyone has questions or comments or anything, we would love to hear that before the episode. Uh, cause you know, we, we can talk about that stuff live this time and yeah which this time yeah yeah sh- should be interesting um yeah because obviously we haven't done a lot of live uh, episodes yet if you're not following us on facebook already you can find us as welcome home podcast or you can find the youtube channel which is welcome home podcast and if you haven't joined the facebook group yet it's welcome home disney waitlist but hold on we have something to say here so we're going to be doing a little bit of something different on instagram i think we're going to talk about what mention what our favorite part of each show is on Instagram. If you want to follow us there, which what is, it? is it welcome home picks or something? Yeah. Welcome, welcome home, home picks. picks. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah, if you, if you do have Instagram, uh, make sure you are subscribed to welcome home picks. Cause, uh, you, you will start seeing, we're trying to get more active on there again. So hopefully, uh, um, for those of you that have it, you know, make sure you're following us. And as usual, if uh, you did want to pick up some Welcome Home merchandise, you can always go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. We have masks, we have mugs, we have t-shirts. So if you you guys want the uh, the swag, that's the place to get it. And as usual, if you've heard us on iTunes or uh, Google Play or any of those platforms, make sure you leave us a review. We love seeing those reviews. We love hearing the feedback. And it also helps other people find the podcast. Yeah, and uh, and of course, you know, as always, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple, uh, <laughs> Apple, uh, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app that's available. Uh, you can find us. Just go ahead and uh, search for uh, Welcome Home and look for the one that says DVC and Disney. Reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions, opinions we express on the show are our own so uh, please consult a dvc representative or disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you as always to dvc rental store for sponsoring this episode uh please check them out support the people that support us we we appreciate that uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion and of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon Mm -hmm.